Yo, what's up? This is Blessing Adioye. Uh, the day after landing back home from PAX East, uh, my voice is a little bit gone. Uh, I am kind of dead, just like all of us here at Okabeast kind of are after a good old weekend of covering video games. Um, if you are subscribed to the Okabeast YouTube channel, you might have noticed uh, the day one, two, and three discussions of PAX East that we did. Uh, each video was around like 10 to 20 minutes long. Um, and me and Alex essentially sat down each day uh, to talk about the games that we had saw and played uh, on each of those days. Um, we had really good conversations. Those are up on the YouTube channel. Um, and I thought that those uh, the conversations would be good for you podcast listeners out there. Um, because essentially, I realized if you spice them all together, it essentially makes like an hour-long episode. Um, and so that's what these are going to be. Uh, we're going to hear us essentially speaking in YouTube speak uh, because uh, these videos were made specifically for the YouTube channel. But that's just for you uh, to keep in mind as you're listening. Um, and yeah, without further ado, here is our PAX East 2019 discussions. Yo, what's up? Welcome to OK Beast Day One PAX Conversations. Yeah. Uh, we're here chilling at PAX East. Uh, we got me. We got Alex Van Aken. Moises is somewhere uh, chilling out in the ether. <laughs> um, but we want to do these sort of end of day recaps uh, mm. to kind of talk about what we've played uh, during the show. If you're unfamiliar with PAX, uh, PAX is essentially uh, a video game show where we people go to and play video games. Yeah. Simple as that. We played some games. We played some today. video games, and we're going to talk about them. You played um, more than me, I think. I played quite a few video games. Okay. And so, Alex, I'm going to start with you. What's, uh, what's the first game you played? <laughs> so I started my day off, um, 9 a.m. I headed over to um, a hotel near the convention center mm. and played uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. I keep on to say – I keep on to call it Nitro like, Refueled. Oh because yeah, because like it's like, like a remake. The, that's like the easy. That's like the easy remake yeah. title. But no, it's Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, mm-hmm. um, and it's a combination. It's a reimagining of Crash Team Racing. It combines Crash Team Racing the original and Cat Crash Nitro Kart. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It combines those. Um, first of all, the the fidelity of that game is insane. Like I was mm. scrolling through the footage that um, that we're using for this and. And I was looking at just like the fidelity of the fur on the polar bears. Like I was, I was pretty impressed. Like what they were rendering. Yeah, in the engine. because I, I believe uh, during the cra- the previous crash remake, they called mm-hmm. it uh, fur K. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, it seems like they're rendering the same fur technology. K is for real. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sick. Yeah. Um, but it looks great. So the whole thing with this, there's a, there's like 31 tracks. There's over 15 characters. There's one character I can't remember exact the exact character mm-hmm. is being brought on, and they are going to have like a hovercraft. Um, and I'm sure there's probably crash crash team racing fans yelling at me. Yeah. Um, but that was like a, that was a detail that was, that I heard like on the way out the door. So, but the game is awesome. Um, the whole thing is like them reimagining the crash team racing series, which I'm kind of like a stranger to, like I played it at a friend's house a couple of times on PS one, mm-hmm. um, back in the day. And that was, that was about it. Um, and so it took some getting used to like the controls and stuff and remembering like how to drift and how to boost and how to jump and all that stuff. But it felt really, really good. Um, they have a cool thing where you can, I, I believe in the full game, we'll be able to talk, toggle between classic music and then the remix, like remi- nice. not like remastered music. Yeah. 
They're not necessarily it's not like remixes. Okay, no, not not remixes, but just like there are parts of tracks that get remixed. Like gotcha. so, th- their whole thing with this game is like um, reimagining and like breathing life into tracks that you know previously were just like the the example they said there was like in the original there was like a, a dragon mine of sorts, mm-hmm. and they were like, well, this just kind of looks like a mine that you're racing through. Like let's let's spiff it up and and kind of make it more thematic and like they they were talking about adding like fishing villages to like. Um, certain maps like where previously there was nothing and just all sorts of like kind of filling the world out with lore and like we played on a map um, the um, pyramid map and in the background apparently there are like tigers like slapping hunters and like all sorts of weird like like they added details yeah exactly okay one of those details though they said I didn't see this but apparently in the uh, the polar uh, map the ice map if you drive around the the track there's a part where there's like a polar bear DJ mm-hmm. and as you drive around that part of the track, the song gets remixed. And so like, as, Interesting. You're, as you're drifting past the polar bear, the music changes into a remix. They said mm-hmm. there's other areas where you like, you'll hit up a pirate ship. And if you go to the right of the pirate ship, it'll s- suddenly the musical turn into like a pirate themed as you like go through that little part of the map. So like, yeah, lots of little details. Um, I went personally, I went from not interested at all to like day one uh, after my, after my my appointment with it, I, I played four maps. Um, I could probably tell you what I played the, the maps if I have it here. I don't have it here, but I played the sewer map. I played the pyramids. I played like the clock tower, and then I played the. They have actually a new map that's kind of inspired by um, Rainbow Road, like the new Rainbow. It reminds oh, me a lot. Of, it reminds okay. me a lot of the new Rainbow Road and Mario Kart Eight okay. Deluxe. Um, I think it's better than Rainbow Road, but it's kind of like similar. I mean, anything's better than Rainbow Road. Yeah, so. That makes um, sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really like um, Shadow of Colossus last year, essentially when they when uh, Sony remastered it, mm-hmm. remastered, essentially they remade it. Yeah. Uh, that was my jam. And so I'm a big fan of whenever they do that. Um, something I'm not a big fan of. Oh, no. Control. This makes me sad. So I played Control uh, from Remedy Studios. Yeah. Um, it's their uh, new game coming out in August mm-hmm. that is not essentially, it's not a sequel to, to uh, Quantum Break at all. It's a new IP. Okay. Um, but it's sort of a successor uh, in the sense that they're using similar, uh, similar me- uh, not mechanics, but I guess it's a similar style where it's like weird yeah. sci-fi-ish uh, third Power, person Power, like supernatural yeah. elements. Yeah. Um, and I've been excited for this game up till now. Uh, and I'm still somewhat excited for it. I think what I got was just a bad demo. Yeah. I'm assuming. I'm Why? Hoping. Why do you say that? Like, so I heard it. I, first of all, everyone I talked to, I haven't got to play it yet. I'm going to play yeah. it tomorrow, I, I think. But. People... People Who say it's frame rate wise is rough. Frame rate, frame rate, the frame rate wise, it's rough. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of motion blur also. Okay. Um. That made it like any time I'll turn the camera, like the motion blur would just be like, yo, okay, it's, uh, it was very it felt foggy. Um. Mm. And like even I didn't have a problem with the motion blur in Uncharted. Yeah. Motion blur in Control in this demo seemed way too much, hmm. uh, which I wasn't feeling. And then yeah, there's the frame rate stuff, and then there's the fact that like in the demo. Uh, I feel like to make a good demo, you kind of have to, I don't know, make like a goal, like make, uh, kind of make the aim you clear. Design it itself to be like uh, be interesting or yeah. like provide context of like either story or a gameplay context, a start yeah. and end, or in, or at least something. Right? This yeah. demo felt very much like a tech demo for like the PS4, where there wasn't much going on. Okay. Uh, they put you in a facility and it, you, f- it feels kind of aimless. Uh, they throw enemies at you, but like. I would, I would shoot the enemies because you have like an automatic gun and then the reload time would take forever. Like yeah. very, it's very noticeable because like it, as somebody who's played shooting games, right? Like 
there's a there's a reload time that you kind of expect from a game. Yeah. Uh, and the reload time for this game just felt way too long. And mm. you can tell they kind of do it on purpose because they want you to utilize your powers, which yeah. are really cool. The powers are really dope. Uh, and so essentially you can do like, I don't know if it's called telekinesis. Yeah. But like essentially where you can float objects okay. and kind of mess around with them. Is uh, that where like the basis of every of your, every every other power comes from? Yes. And I, I okay. mean, I don't know if you get more powers in the game, but essentially what I was able to do was if you press L1, I could shield myself with a bunch of debris. If I press R1 or hold R1, I could uh, grab an object uh, in the world and then uh, release R1 to throw it. Yeah. Um, if I uh, press X to jump and press X again, I can I can float in midair. Um, but the thing that kind of got me was that a lot of it felt like it lacked control. No pun intended. Mm. Um, and yeah, like a lot of it didn't feel. I don't know. I just didn't. I, it, it didn't feel fun to me. Like the main thing that felt fun in the demo was grabbing things in the environment and throwing them back uh, at enemies. Um, also, cool thing is when you when you lower the enemy's uh, damage uh, HP low enough, you can hold square to take control of them. Um, oh, that's which, cool. Yeah, and so that was that was pretty cool. But aside from that, like the the demo wasn't really doing it for me. The environment seemed pretty bland. Like there wasn't, mm. it didn't really seem like there was a lot of diversity going on in terms of the things they're showing off. Um, it's this, almost just like a big hotel lobby, right? Like yeah, it's like a big like of like an industrial science facility. Okay. okay. Um, feel it. It's almost portalish. Okay. Um, but like I feel like Portal at least kind of stayed interesting. Yeah. Um, this. I hope it stays interesting. I hope it comes out better. And they have like a lot of room to polish. And so, uh, I frame rate is something they can fix. Uh, motion blur, like they they uh, ask for feedback at the end of okay. the demo. Yeah. And so, like I'm sure people will give that that give them that feedback. Um, and I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of things they can pro- polish up. Um, but I I kind of went from the opposite with you. Like you went uh, to day one for Crash, and I'm like I went from day one to being like I'm gonna wait for reviews mm. and, and kind of see. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Okay. Sadly. I'm, I, I want to play it really bad. Yeah. Uh, because I was a big quantum break fan. And so I hope that there's like some, I'd imagine like, I don't know. I thought that I know like the, the whole TV thing with quantum break was not well received, Yeah. but I thought the game was like fun still. And yeah. I feel like if they can, like, I, I do hope it's just a bad demo. And like, if there's context for what's happening, if you have a place to go besides just, yeah, uh, the room or whatever that you're in, floating around in. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people like Alan Wake, and I, I know that for sure. And so, yeah. like, I I have faith in them as a developer. Um, and I think like hopefully it was just a bad demo. Yeah, and I I, I want you to play it and report back because I really I'm really curious on what you had to okay. uh, have to say about it. Um, what else did you play? Uh, I only played one other game. I played a game called Star Renegades. Okay, this was actually like one of the games that I was looking forward to most. Um, going into packs, and I'm happy to say, like it, it is awesome. Um, so it's a roguelite turn-based RPG. The battle system is turn-based, but you have a timeline that is that that can be manipulated. So you have a timeline that is like okay, or, or turn order, but mm-hmm. they have it displayed in like a long bar on the bottom of the screen, and it's sort of like okay, you know, player A is on this position, player B is here, and then enemy one is here, mm-hmm. player C is here. And you cycle through some some characters though like can either like you you select like whatever you're gonna like for one of my characters they had like a big sword and I should say like the theme of this game is like mechs and like power suits and like stuff like that mm. futuristic very futuristic um, and so I had a character who had like power armor on like almost like Iron Man power armor and then like a massive like claymore that they held it was awesome um, and some of their abilities they were like more of a tank and so they had high health high shields um and they could they could 
you know, defend allies on the board, or they could they could take a big cleave attack, which is a ton of damage, but they um it, they kind of had to wait to take that turn. Like you would yeah. select cleave, but then like somebody another character would go, and then your attack would be ready mm-hmm. to go, and it would kind of do the little cutscene. Or there's some characters that have like instant attacks where wherever you're at on the placement, you can do that instant instant attack attack. And then there's others that kind of manipulate and like you can kind of disrupt your enemy. So if there's like a big boss that's about to like do a ton of damage, you can say, oh, I've got like this character. There's a character that looks like identical to Star-Lord in it. Interesting. Okay. Um, and so that character, I don't know the name of the character, but they had like a, a like a shot, like a beam that I could shoot at mm-hmm. anybody. But it was particular, particularly useful against bosses that would like push them back on the timeline of the battle. And like... Mm-hmm you know disrupt them so the battle system's cool they have like it's kind of your typical turn-based 3v3 usually um you're leveling up characters as you go you collect new equipment and mods like one of my characters was like a shield like they would put a shield on themselves and i found a mod that um allowed them to whatever like 50 percent of whatever they did to themselves also applied to their teammates so suddenly their self shield went to a team shield which mm. is cool. Like there's mods like that and you're picking up equipment and it's cool. There's, it wasn't in my demo, but there is apparently going to be like some sort of like resting slash camping system. Um, like dark souls. No, more so like banner saga from what okay. the way it was described to me. We're like, okay, we've made camp and now you can walk over here and talk to this person say, oh, okay. and you can develop that relationship. It's like a, like red dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like red dead. Like, but there's like, romancing options Mm -hmm. like mass effect yes okay (laughs) and you can have children i got nothing (laughs) (laughs) you can make children and then like rogue legacy (laughs) yeah sure okay so if you like go to the camp like this is this was not in the game and i'm sure this is gonna change by the time the final game is out but they were saying like in theory like the the plan right now is okay this person this person they can have a child and then Mm -hmm. once you have a child you've unlocked a new character Okay. To go because it's like it's a rogue oh that is like rogue legacy then yeah so okay. it's uh it's pretty cool um it's there's also something kind of like lastly just to finish it off the enemies on the board are not static they have their own mission mm-hmm. and so every like you can like free roam but then there's certain actions that you take within the overworld like let's say there's a hill you need to climb that takes one turn. And so okay. you climb that hill and then your enemy gets to do something so they can fire a turret at you. Uh, if they want, they can like move towards you. Like they have their own agenda, mm-hmm. and so there are certain acts. Like if you loot a chest, you find that's one turn, and they get to take a turn. So it's like almost like a board game. Like Galactic, it reminds me of Galactic Conquest from Battlefront Two. That's all you need to say. Yeah. So that Star Renegades, it's by Massive Damage. I think Raw Fury is going to be picking it up for publishing um, once they roll out a couple games soon. So uh, yeah, that's dope. Star Renegades, really awesome. The art style, I forgot to say, art style is immaculate it is phenomenal and the animation is nice chef's kiss dude that's exciting yeah. you actually got me kind of hyped for this game yeah. so i'm 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 willing to check that out uh a few more games yeah uh trover saves the universe Ooh, that's justin uh, roiland justin roiland coming from uh squanch games mm-hmm. um they did accounting uh, uh trover saves the universe is vr okay. but it's also non-vr so i played it in non-vr okay i should have played it in vr i feel like that's what it's made for right that's it's 100 percent made for vr yeah. because playing it i was like oh no this plays like astrobot basically okay um is that a platformer it's not a platformer it's 
it's kind of an, kind of an action game, but like the focus isn't really the. Is action. that like the Simpsons game? Like I just imagine like I imagine like this is I know this isn't like a, a property like a, yeah I'm imagining a Rick and Morty game like yeah I where mean, I'm no, like going big, around a house and talking to people yeah and it's well you're like following I mean from what I played you're like following uh like a level right okay um and it's the reason why I say it's like Astrobot is because you as a player are your own entity and then you also okay. control Trover. Uh, separately and you follow Trover and you can like uh, when you control right you control Trover and he uh-huh. runs around you can jump and then he has like a um, like a saber that okay. he'll like merc people with oh that's cool um, but the focus isn't necessarily the gameplay itself the focus mm-hmm. is the writing and the focus is like the the dialogue and the back and forth and following like the narrative adventure so I assume this game probably isn't gonna be like that long I because I played I played accounting accounting was like 30 minutes at the most okay um and i could see this game being like a few hours long it seems like they just want to take you on a comedic experience mm-hmm. um, is it very self-aware super self-aware okay when i was playing my demo toward the end of my demo uh trover was like hey hurry up like you, you got people waiting in line for the demo and i was like oh <laughs> cool like it's super self-aware super funny yeah. uh very well written it's very rick and morty like the voices are very rick and morty like yeah. that's the one thing that i feel like that's off. justin Rowland. like that's his voice yeah it's it's weird because that, that threw me off a little bit because like the voices are very like here's the Rick's voice yeah here's morty's voice on just like a bunch of different characters yeah um but aside from that like it's really funny really good uh check it out played mortal kombat Ooh, 11 yeah. on switch oh looked kind of rough <laughs> then i played it on ps4 and it looked wonderful okay i played it handheld though okay so um docked it could look better did um, it did it like keep up with like frame rates and it stuff? kept up with frame rate but the resolution is what like yeah. was hitting it yeah um or not necessarily resolution but like visual like visually it just didn't i feel like that's important too for a mortal kombat game like you want to yeah. see the fatalities you want you want to see the fatalities like 4K, the and all that stuff Compared to the PS4, like I when I was playing the PS4 version, I played as Scarlet, mm-hmm. um, and legit like all her moves, right? All all her moves involve like blood and yeah. like uh, essentially draining the opponent of their blood and then crystallizing it and then like stabbing them with it. Jeez. Um, and in game it looked on PS4 it looked like immaculate, okay. like everything looks immaculate. The character models great. Like Nether Realm, like Injustice 2 was one of the best looking games I ever played. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 kind of seems like it's following up on that and so for the Switch version to not look fantastic it's kind of expected but also it's kind of sure. disappointing because you want that game to look as great as it can because like you know how the other versions look yeah was the uh, music good because they're tra- they've been knocking it out of the park with the trailers yeah the the music so the music the in the music trailers kinda, it's Mortal very, Kombat music it's Mortal Kombat music <laughs> okay. it's nothing like special I was hoping for maybe a, like a hip-hop. shift yeah. yeah that'd be dope but no it doesn't okay. seem like they do anything with that and then uh, Dead Cells Rise of the Giant uh, which is the new expansion coming for Dead Cells? Okay. I played. Uh, it seems like more Dead Cells. Okay. I didn't really get anything <laughs> like that crazy out of it. There's yeah. a giant in it, and he's rising. Okay. Which is cool. Um, Giants rising. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Rise That's of the deep. Giant. <laughs> rise um, of the Giant. I'm sorry. And I essentially I got into a into a boss fight with the giant, um, and I got a, I got his health uh, down pretty low. Ended up dying. Um, because I I wasn't playing as well as I should have. Um, <laughs> but the new enemies that they introduced seem cool. The new environments are kind of okay. cool. But like, it wasn't necessarily anything where I was like, oh snap! Like this is how the Let's how this it. world. I, I I am excited for the costumes that they're doing with that. Are they doing costumes? You can um, you can. There's a new skinning mechanic where you can skin, uh, like I guess you can skin monsters. Interesting. Okay. It's weird. They're not animals. Like yeah. they're people. Well, I guess they're slimes and stuff. But they're like monsters. Yeah. Kind of the enemies. I guess. Bad skin. If you call them enemies, you don't feel as bad. But there's a humans. skinning mechanic apparently that lets you craft craft um like outfits. 
Interesting. And I didn't realize full that. Game, yeah. That sounds dope. Yeah. I probably didn't get that far in the demo because yeah, I died pretty, I pretty early. But uh, yeah, no, that seems cool. And so if you like Dead Cells, it's obvious for you. Then lastly, Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is my favorite demo I've demoed so far. Really? Uh, yeah. If, you, if you're if you unfamiliar with Sayonara Wild Hearts, it was announced at Game Awards. Uh, it's an indie game uh, coming from uh, Annapurna. Uh, very colorful, very like 80s uh, poppy. Um a lot of purples, a lot of pinks. It's essentially a rhythm game um, that's okay. all about like it's all about dancing and battling and like I love those things. being on motorcycles. Yeah, and the way they oh, kind of wow. pitch dangerous. It, yeah, I have their card. Maybe I don't. I don't think I have it immediately on me. But essentially, their card was like, yeah, uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts is going to be the first like pop album video game, and it's like. As that sounds corny, but playing it, I was like, <laughs> I get it. This is dope. <laughs> um, no, legit. Like the the music is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The way the game kind of uh, flows with the music and like it's essentially like you're playing a, a music video. Okay. Um, the gameplay is, is essentially like it's rhythm stuff, and so you're pressing a button to like a beat, but then also you're doing like dodging stuff. Okay. And so it's like slight like bullet holy kind of. Okay. Um, really fun. Really cool. It's more. I describe it as like an experience. Um, like, don't go into it thinking like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to like play a video game as video video game." It's more so like it feels like an art piece almost. Yeah. Um, but it's really cool, and I really enjoyed it. Awesome. And yeah, I think that about wraps up all we have to talk about today. Yo, what's up? Welcome to day two of OK Beast PAX East 2019 conversations. Yes. I'm blessing. Of course, uh, we have Alex Van Aken, uh, the homie. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Day two. Day two. How are you feeling? It's actually technically day three by the time we're recording this. By the time people are hearing this, it's probably day five. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm doing good. You're doing doing good? good? Yeah. You're not like dead yet? No. No Pax Pox? I'm still here. Awesome. I'm still here and we're here to talk talk about video games. Awesome. Which is exciting. I'm going to start with you uh, because I feel like you have more interesting games that you played to talk about. Okay. Uh, What what game do you want to talk about first? Uh, I want to talk about Katana Zero. So... Uh, Katana Zero. I was, I've heard good things about it, but I, yeah. I was still a little skeptical going in, just because I feel like we've seen this. It's like a ninja, two um, D ninja game. Where yeah. I was just like, I feel like I've seen this before. Because we got in the messenger last yeah, year. Yeah, and it, have... it looks more way more stylish than that. But yeah. it's still like I felt like it might feel similar. But mm-hmm. it's actually way more akin to um, Hotline Miami, and the fact that you have if you get hit once, you're dead. Okay. You have to restart the run. And so it's it's a game about you're essentially playing as an assassin. First of all, the animation is insane. Yeah. Um, What's the do you know the developer? Oh uh, yeah, it is uh De- well Devolver's publishing. Devolver's it. publishing. Um I can pull up the the, the, okay. the dev. But it's a devolver digital game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um and so I feel like it fits within their lineup yeah. really well. And what do you play it on? Uh I played it on probably a PC. Okay. They didn't show what it was on. Gotcha. But it felt like a do PC. Do you have a controller? Yeah, but I, I Xbox controller though, uh, or it was a PS4 controller. Okay, but it was probably no. Actually, no. What was very weird is a pro controller for the Switch. So okay, I guess so I was. Switch. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say because I that think it's on, I think it's a Switch game. Okay, probably coming to PC. Yeah, I feel done now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I played Katana Zero. Mm-hmm. It's very stylish. Um, a lot of like storytelling that I, I wasn't expecting. Like, so when I got at the booth, they were starting to say things like Hotline Miami and stuff, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like I have like a certain expectation for this. And then it kind of injected a lot of a lot of personality that I wasn't expecting and uh, a lot of style. So essentially, like you can slow down time um, to like there's a lot of really tough enemies that have like in order to deflect them or dodge them, you have to slow down time and then Mm. use your other powers while you're in like 
essentially bullet time. And you kind of have to do that to proceed. Like I, I tried to get like the timing down to like deflect bullets on the fly. And mm-hmm. I, it seems like that mechanic is crucial to it, it's a, is, success. Is it a difficult game? Yes. Does it seem like, okay. I'm really hyped. I was, it I was really embarrassed cool. because I was at the press station and there was like a line of people behind me watching hmm. and I was, I was dying over and over, but I, I ended up beating the demo finally. But, um, so it's like, you're going through this 2d space, um, pixel art. Yes. Pixel art. Really awesome. detailed pixel art. Um, okay, I've really seen detailed. some of the some of the animation looks yeah, really cool from what is. I've seen. I like really want to play it mm-hmm. uh, because it, the the way it like the time stuff uh, that it, that uh, they've shown off right. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like it looks like when when you're about to slash something, like you kind of freeze for a second and then like poof, like yeah, take deflect off. it. Yeah. yeah, looks really cool. Yeah, so you have like you have the freeze ability. You have your your normal slash. You can pick up items and throw them really far, which is okay. good for some enemies. And you have like a dash mechanic. But your your R bump your right bumper is like a dash, hmm. and so like there's certain times where you have like a laser that you have to like dash through or stuff like that, um, and so there's a there's a few different enemy enemy types and there's a lot of moments that there that are kind of predictable if you played Hotline Miami it's like okay there's an elevator coming yeah. there's probably a person inside that's gonna try to kill me yeah and so like some of that stuff has been you know predictable because of like. That's like it's very derivative of Hotline Miami, and so you kind of come to expect it. But the game's really great. Um, mm-hmm. I, what I really liked about it is after all the carnage, like you're going through these levels like really fast, and you're like you're as soon as you die, you're back in it, and so you are kind of like just constantly throwing yourself against this wall of enemies and challenges. Mm-hmm. And so you could, there's a lot of things to miss, like you miss the details, and so after every stage clear, it kind of almost similar to um, Super Hot. It replays what you did, okay. And so you can kind of watch what you. Did. You can. I like that. It's skippable. Gotcha. Because uh, it kind of gets old after a while. They're very short. They're like. Okay. It's literally like one screen. God, this game sounds great. Yeah, and I'm into it. the music's great. What I really like is at the end of every like main sequence, like main world level, whatever. Mm. Um, you sit down and talk to your therapist, who is also like your hitman boss, and they. You sit down and like oh, and have like dialogue choices. Mm-hmm. And talk about what you did, and they kind of unravel the story and like details that you might have missed about what was going on in the level. Because like at the end of the day, like it's almost like oh, I'm just like going through these levels and killing people. Like, yeah. but it kind of adds context to what you're actually doing and helps you say, oh, I was going to this, um, you know, hotel and killing this high mafia lord or whatever. Mm. That so, sounds cool. And then there's like dream sequence. It's very trippy. Like the story is like I think. Um, a bit ambiguous at times, but from what I've seen so far, but Sounds it seems dope. cool. It's cool. Uh, I'm excited to check that out. I'm probably going to check that out this weekend yeah. at some point. A game that I have checked out today, I had an appointment okay. with Falcon Age in VR. Uh, the Twitter famous game. Yes. Is I feel it like Twitter I, famous? I think it is. I think that's how Interesting. it got on my radar was Twitter. Uh, I th- they have the owl that like bobs its head. Yeah, the owl that like you like. So essentially, it's a VR game. Mm-hmm. The whole conceit behind the game is... Uh, it essentially takes place on a dying uh, uh, planet colony, mm-hmm. uh, and so essentially the the planet is being uh, uh, colonized by these colonizer robots, okay. and it's destroying the culture of the planet. Okay. There's actually a really like interesting and kind of uh, real kind of narrative behind it. Yeah, um, but they take it, and I think they they uh, they kind of put like a friendly coat <laughs> over yeah. it in order to deliver it uh, in, in, in a in kind of an inacceptable way. But mm-hmm. um, it looks uh, cool. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Firewatch in terms of the art style. Are you? Is it? Is it a walking sim? It's an action game. Oh, I act, okay. So it's weird because like I I talked to the developer 
um, Equal was there, who I believe is the is the lead developer. Okay. Um, and he was kind of talking about, it. and I asked him like, okay, what genre do you kind of put this game in? Because it seems like Firewatch, but like the more the more I played the demo, the more I realized like, oh, there's like there's uh, action elements. Okay. Uh, there's cooking elements. There's crafting. There's looting. All this stuff. Um, so it's an action game, but it's not like heavy action. It's like mm-hmm. soft action where okay. like there's action stuff, but the whole game isn't just like hacking and slashing. Yeah. Um, but like I mean that that's kind of more deep into the game i feel like the the thing that everybody's kind of taking away um i think like they're kind of promoting is the falcon um so essentially you play as i think her name is era ara i think it's ara it's definitely mm-hmm. ara uh you play as ara uh, who's just escaped from prison after okay. befriending uh, a falcon um and the game takes place over the course of time um the falcon kind of grows and you have like this essentially grown-ass falcon um that you can if you're playing in vr you can hold the left v- playstation move a controller i think it's, P- it's playstation exclusive exclusive for now okay on ps4 and on psvr okay um but you can hold the left P- uh, ps move controller to your face and hold the left trigger to whistle and then you hold out your arm and your falcon who you can name lands on your arm and you can like essentially play around with it you can pet it you can like dress it up you can feed it. you can move around your arm and it does like a fal- cool falcon thing where like the, uh, the, head, the head stays in place yeah. and i don't want to do like my dance move right now but like <laughs> essentially uh it, it's a cool effect um but the whole game gameplay wise is this sort of dance between uh you as the player doing what you're doing and then mm-hmm. also commanding the falcon uh to help you in certain situations so in combat okay. situations right we're like taking out these robots um and sometimes you'll come across uh, a, a drone that's like flying mm-hmm. um and you can point uh your falcon at the drone and they'll take it out and then you can finish it after it like falls to the ground okay um and so there, there's that back and forth you can uh when you can go hunting uh, Ooh, that's and cool. yeah, you can send your falcon after like a rabbit or something. What are the benefits um, of hunting? Like craftables? Yeah, you can yeah, you can like cook food, uh, okay. and the food will give you benefits. I believe okay. it'll give your uh, your falcon benefits also. I don't know if it's ex- exclusively the falcon that you're giving benefits. Or like it's temporary, like Breath of the Wild. Kinda. I I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but I mean that that's that's basically the benefits of it. I believe you can collect recipes and stuff. Interesting. And so, can you solve um, puzzles? With, uh, are there puzzles? I'm not sure. Because I feel like pu- this game, when I looked at it, I was yeah, like, this it doesn't seem puzzle heavy. Okay. Action, there's kind of puzzles in the action. Okay. And so, like, essentially, you're kind of solving how to defeat enemies, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, there's an enemy where, like, you have a baton kind of thing, and if you hold the right trigger uh, with your baton out, you can essentially have, like, a whip kind of maneuver. And mm-hmm. so, like, you can whip at an enemy, pull them back, and then that'll, like, open up their weak spot. And okay. then you can, like, smash them with, with your baton. So, you're figuring okay. out ways to open up your enemy's weak spots in order to defeat them. Um, I'm not sure how, how puzzle heavy the game is, but it has those, those small puzzle elements in there at least. Um, overall, I really enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to it. Game comes out uh, in April, and so nice. people will be playing it soon. Um, and yeah, I have uh, high expectations there for you this go. one. What's your last game? Uh, last game uh, is a multiplayer, local multiplayer um, puzzle game, puzzle party game. You are essentially a, a bunch of people. A bunch of legless creatures. Legolas. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Fire. Man, that, that was a great joke. Thank you. Uh, you are Legolas. You, you're, you're just holding. You have the ability to grasp with your left hand mm-hmm. and grasp with your uh, right hand. And you are essentially, you're on these almost platforms midair. And so you'll have like your starting platform that everybody kind of falls on, mm-hmm. on the beginning of the level. And then there's usually some sort of weird shape um, or... 
or figure or whatever that you can grasp onto, like towards the middle of the map. Yeah. And then you have a horseshoe that you're trying to get into at the end. So essentially the entire point is to, they kind of deceive you because you play through the tutorial and it kind of teaches you to grapple and like, and to, you can, you're kind of like one, you hold onto the, the environment with one arm, let go of the other and you kind of swing across like almost like a spider or something. Okay. And so you're, you're using your momentum to, yeah, it's kind of like the barrel of monkeys kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So the tutorial sets you up and you get, to, you can do everything yourself, but then when the actual level hits, you literally can't do anything unless you do it with all of your friends. Interesting. And so it's a battle of communication and like remembering you're essentially like making a human chain. You're all to working get together. Yeah. Okay. And so you'll have one person who kind of starts the chain holding on to like the platform and then you have to like somehow wrap around, grab it's it's super chaotic and grab somebody and you have to link arms and they have to link mm-hmm. arms, so on and so forth. And then you fling you all fling off together off the side. Yeah. And you have to like try to have the person on the other end of the chain grab the the next platform. Mm-hmm. And what's the what's the game that's like it's um <coughs> it's a multiplayer game. It sounds like this where <laughs> It's the all the characters in the game have are like naked and kind of have like uh, big old dongs. Yeah, you know, not your friends, about? not your friends. Is it like that? Yes. Okay. So it was, it was it was the only game like there's been several games of the show that are like super witty and like they try to have like clever dialogue. Mm-hmm. This is the only game that's made me like actually laugh. Okay. It was a very it was an interesting demo that makes for sense. sure. Um, as playing with actually like just attendees at the show floor mm-hmm. and we all were like at the beginning it was like no communication and by the end like we were well we played through three three levels mm-hmm. by the end we we're like a well-oiled machine and there's like coins you can collect almost like uh celeste strawberries like there's mm. there's items in hard to reach places but if you get them and you collect enough of them yeah. you can unlock new skins and like costumes and stuff but it's super fun the level design is really clever that's exciting yes i want to check that one out heave too. ho heave ho yeah it's another devolver game devolver killing it yep dude devolver annapurna um, and whoever is doing dangerous driving, they all seem to be killing it. <laughs> uh, and so it's been a good PAX. Um, stay tuned. Uh, we're going to have a day three video, ho- uh, hopefully up tomorrow. Hey. Hey. Yo, what's up? Welcome to day three of OKB's PAX East discussions. I'm, of course, blessing Adioye. Joining me, we have Alex Vanaken. Thank Alex, you for having me. We're tired. <laughs> <laughs> My voice is gone. So if it goes, if I just in the middle of this video, <laughs> Um, that is why yeah. we've been, we were at a party on a boat last night. It was crazy for an adult swim game and I have no idea what the game is. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called duck game, duck game. It looked cool. It looked it like looked Tower cool. Fall Ascension. It's Tower Fall Ascension with ducks. And yeah. so look up adult swim. If you, you if can't be mad that. at that. Not at all. Um, so our voices are leaving, but you know what? What are here? Yes. The games, the games, the video games, the games are um, here. We have quite a few to talk about cause we've been playing them all weekend. Uh, I'm going to start off with, uh, let me check my list right here. Uh, Super Meat Boy Forever. Okay, which is one that I have kind of been looking forward to. Yeah, um, it's if you played the first Super Meat Boy, it's a it's a difficult platformer, uh, very quick, uh, very quick, very quick. Um, goes at a rapid pace, uh, mm-hmm. sort of uh, short levels. Yeah, um, Super Meat Boy Forever is kind of the same game, except the levels are somewhat procedurally generated. Okay, um, I played it for about 20, 25 minutes, mm-hmm. um, and I enjoyed what it is. It's I don't think. I don't think this game the game is gonna make as big of a splash as the first okay. Super Meat Boy. It's, is it because like we've seen we've seen that before? Yes. And it's very okay. much because like Super Meat Boy when it came out, it was very much it was kind of new. Like I feel like it came out <clears throat> during like a 
a new wave of indie titles yeah. alongside games like, or I'm even following games like Fez, Guacamelee mm-hmm. came out during that sure, era sure. of indie game. Um, and so you see something like Guacamelee 2 came out and yeah. Guacamelee didn't, Guacamelee 2 didn't necessarily make the waves that Guacamelee 1 made. Yeah. Super Meat Boy Forever seems like it's going to fit in that kind of realm where it comes out and people are like, oh yes, yeah, more Super Meat Boy. Um, because Which like, is a good thing, but it's a good thing, and if you love Super Meat Boy, you will love Super Meat Boy forever. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. It, I mean, it wasn't disappointed at all. Like it was playing it. I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. Okay. Like the end, the endless factor, I think, is interesting because for um, wait, it's endless. Okay. Yes. I guess that's why it's called um, or okay. not endless, but um, procedurally generated, and okay. also okay. like you're continually running, oh, and so okay. you don't control Meat Boy. Meat Boy essentially goes, and mm-hmm. you're just. Um, uh, pressing the button to hop, almost like Super Mario Run. Super Mario Run, yeah, exactly. Okay. Or like um the uh Rayman game on mobile. Who's okay. Some, it's it's a really good Rayman Rayman game. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool. It seems it almost kind of seems more like a mobile tailored experience than a okay. console tailored experience. Okay. But I played it on Switch, and I don't even know if it's coming out on mobile. Um, all I mean, this I feel like this opens them up to a new market. Yeah. I feel like that that mechanic in and of itself makes it way more friendly for mobile it's way more friendly for help them out. players in general and that, that's something that the dev said when i was talking to him about the yeah. game he was like yeah like this will help it um help the game appeal to more people and make okay. it more accessible for people mm-hmm. um but it also has uh the depth and kind of the the difficulty a bit of super meat boy okay. yeah um and also that like pick up and play like replayability of it mm-hmm. um and so yeah if you like super meat boy you'll like super meat boy forever okay um but awesome. yeah i don't know how much bigger of a step <laughs> it is but it's fun and yeah. so yeah there it is What's your first game that you want to talk about? Um, so I actually wanted to talk about this game yesterday, um, but I, I wanted to go back and play more before I did. Mm. Um, it's a game called Splitgate Arena Warfare, and it might be, I know it's like, it's people who listen to the OKB's podcast or, or maybe even watch this YouTube channel yeah. understand that I love first-person shooter games and yep. I love competitive games. Uh, and so... You like Halo. I like Halo. Um, and... I like puzzles too, mm-hmm. and this game has both uh, essentially. So it is in, in its in its you know purest form. It is a Halo game. So it it there's even a, the map we played on um, for several Halo. rounds was very like literally like yeah. a clone of a Halo map called I believe Sanctuary. Um, but they and they kind of embrace. I feel like they embrace it. They it's it's the the devs uh, history. It seems like they were all rocking esports jerseys and stuff. Like seems like everybody who's working on that game is kind of embracing that culture. Yeah. And I think that they are so experienced in it that they are kind of able to make a game that is fun for 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 hardcore gamers. I think. But I think the the novelty of there being portal style portals yes. <laughs> that you can open up yeah so that's kind like of the opens whole, it up to other people that's like the whole gimmick right it's, yes. it's, port, it's portal plus halo yes, and so like exactly. you're shooting and stuff and there's like surfaces they can you can throw portals mm-hmm. on yeah and you'll go through them and at first like when i first started playing i was like oh man like i don't really know how to wrap my mind around this but then i got a couple plays with, with those portals that made me be, made me go like oh snap like i can very well see myself getting into this for sure yeah um, yeah it's really I, cool i think like it, it i there are opportunities for a lot of like big brain plays yeah that and it, when you pull one off, it feels incredible. Like, yeah, I, I think there there are there are some issues with the portals at times. Like, so essentially, the way that you throw a portal down is there are these blue grids all across the map. They're almost like think of it like a, a texture on a wall. Yeah, and certain walls you can attach portals to, and others you can't. Um, and so, but a wall could be ten feet high, and if you accidentally throw a portal too high, then you have to like 
you, there's no like a vaulting mechanic, mm. and so oh, yeah. it can be hard to jump into that portal if you throw it a little too high. Mm-hmm. That I think that that is that might be part of what they want you to do is like make sure mm-hmm. you're precise. But I think having like maybe a little like vacuum of sorts, like if you get close enough to it, like just to help you assist you in getting through that portal to make it feel yeah. a little more smoother. Um, but I will say like just the I think the level design and where they have the portals, the options for portals. Mm-hmm. We played on a map yesterday, the one that you and I played on. It was like this uh, wooden, almost like a lodge. It seemed like a wooden lodge of sorts. Yeah, like, something like that. It, it, was, it was an interesting map. But yeah. At the bottom of the map, if you jump off of the map, there are pads down there. Mm-hmm. And so you can throw a portal down below the map and throw a portal like on a wall and you jump off. And that momentum, mm-hmm. you if you go through the portal, it launches you out the other end. Mm-hmm. And like you can kind of fly across the map that way. So gotcha. very cool. It's probably like... One of my favorite games I've played at the show this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it comes out. They said it's there's betas uh, in a few weekends from now. Is on it Steam. PC only? I think it's uh, PC, but it's coming to consoles too. Gotcha. So awesome. Um, yeah, a couple months from now, I think they're talking trying to release. So nice. Yeah. So that was one of your favorite games. One of my favorite games I played uh, at PAX. Uh, has been dangerous driving. Okay, I played it yesterday. I tried to. Did okay, so but you didn't though. Uh, yeah, I Dang. waited in line, and then uh, another another uh, media person had an appointment. So gotcha. Yeah. Um, dangerous driving is literally just Burnout Three. Yeah. <laughs> um, Burnout Three is one of my favorite games ever. The game is a ten out of ten, like perfect immaculate game, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm absolutely in love with Burnout Three. Okay. Um, I was standing in line for Dangerous Driving because everybody was saying like, oh yeah, it's a Burnout game from yeah. the people behind Burnout, and I was like, okay, cool, let's see what it is. And while standing standing in line i was like watching gameplay for it and i was like this is literally just burnout 3 mm. they took all the elements from burnout 3 and mm-hmm. just put it into a game like it is copy like left or right click copy or like control <laughs> c control v like they pay, copy and paste burnout 3 the font is which burnout you love 3. you're very thankful for i'm very thankful for it. it's almost egregious it's almost like y'all are gonna get sued like that's where i'm coming from really I think they could, because legit, the font is Burnout Three. The color, the colors of the font is Burnout Three. Like all of the things that pop up um, on the screen uh, when you're like, um, they have like a certain vocabulary, like yeah. shunt uh, is like when you like hit somebody on the back of the car, right? Um, t- I don't know if they had if they call them takedowns. I'm pretty sure they call them takedowns um, in this game, like they do in Burnout Three. Takedown. Takedown is literally the name of Burnout Three, and they have it in the <laughs> game. Um, they have uh, the aftertouch, where like after you crash, if you hold. Um, the right bumper, mm-hmm. or um, might be left bumper. If you hold one of the bumpers, uh, you can kind of control where your car kind of crashes into in slow motion with okay. single player. Yeah, um, that's something for Burnout Three they have in this game. Um, and yeah, like it's just Burnout Three. The thing I will say about this game because I I enjoyed myself playing it because I was like, oh man, this is just give me like give me all the feelings. Yeah. of the game I loved. Um, the thing I will say is that Burnout Three uh, seemed way more polished than this game. Mm, um, this okay. game. You can kind of tell it's from a smaller developer. Um, some of the way it feels in the controls okay. doesn't necessarily um, it doesn't necessarily have that same weight to it that mm. I feel like Burnout has. Okay. Uh, the cars kind of feel kind of light. When I was like turning left or right, the turns felt like very like sharp, like sharper than you want them to feel. Like you kind of okay. want that resistance of like, oh yeah, I want to turn, but I don't know if I'm going to make this turn mm-hmm. because like I turned too late. Um, the like. The, you felt almost too much in control in the cars in okay, this game. Okay. Um, so there was that. Um, there was like some of the debris kind of felt like it lacked the weight, especially during mm. the crashes. So a lot of the crashes didn't have the same weight and the same kind of like craziness that you got with the burnout crashes. Okay. The crashes that I got into in this game were like, I don't know. It felt it, it felt more gamey. Okay. Um, 
But aside from that, like the game seems cool. I'm probably gonna pick it up. I don't know if it's gonna be like a smash hit, no pun intended. <laughs> um, but I think for people who are looking for this type of game, yeah. I think it'll be out there for you to pick up and enjoy. Is it coming out soon? Because they had around the booth, they had like box art, yeah, like, cover like boxes, like with the boxes. Game. Yeah, yeah, I'm positive it's coming out in 2019. Okay, I think they might have a month, but I'm not sure. Okay. But it's okay. it's a 2019 game. For sure. Okay, cool. What else have you played? Uh, I played one other game called Forgone. Um, so this was mm-hmm. not on the show floor. Okay. This was um, I, I met um, the publishers is Big Blue Bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, I met with them in the lobby of the West End, and um, we, we we sat down. We played the game. It is eight months old. It's an eight month old game. So that's, okay. I, I played an eight month old game. It's they're trying to hit Steam early access. Um, later this year, I asked them about Epic Game Store. They said mm-hmm. essentially it was so new they are just weighing all the options. Um, but yeah, it is a Dead Cells like uh, game. Oh it's man, a, yeah, it, it is an action game um, with with platforming elements. You have a you have a gun in this game. So your nice. Y Y is a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, B is or I believe B or is like a dash. Okay. Uh, and so and then you have a double a jump and a double jump and you combine all of those things together so you can jump dash jump jump dash like and mm. you're fighting um, enemies that are um, there's there's a lot of enemies in the in my demo or there will be a lot of enemies in my demo there were two um, and then they teased the boss at the end but. The art in this game is insane. Like it, it's up there with Dead Cells. I think it's um, a little more um, sharp. Like the pixel art has like more sharp edges. I feel like, and mm-hmm. it's Dead Cells. I think things kind of like blend together. And I think it's a great art style. Like they're just two different art styles. Yeah. But they are. They even said themselves. They like mentioned Dead Cells in the when we okay. talked. So like they're very aware of yeah. what they're making. Um, but yeah, it is. They're the a lot of the systems in the game were not present because. It is an eight-month-old game. They're trying to, I think, PAX West. They're like hoping to, you know, be on the show floor, hopefully. Mm. But it was just more so a look at what's to come, and it looks like a really interesting game. I mean, it's for sure. Um, you can tell it's not it's not finished at all. Um, mm. But I think if they can like piece things together, like the animations were great. It did feel like they had, and they they acknowledged that they they were working on it. But it feels like things are kind of like at, at this point like each state that the character is in. So when you're dashing, you're in a state when you're jumping or when you're attacking, mm-hmm. they're all feel like the animations themselves and like how it all feels singular to the action feels good, but they feel like segmented actions. It doesn't feel like it all flows together that well. It's kind of like hit run like mm. that kind of thing. Um, but they're, they're working on that, but it, uh, I, I'm excited to see where that game comes. Like I, what, eight four months from now at pax west i'm excited to see how much progress they make i think mm-hmm. i think it could be a cool game so yeah awesome foregone it's it's uh you should check it out i think it might they might have a steam page awesome so yeah so the last game i played uh was wrath aeon of ruin which is a very difficult I'm, name to remember <laughs> i'm jealous wrath aeon of ruin is is sick it's awesome uh it's dope it so essentially uh it's quake Okay. Um, and I've actually never really played Quake. I've like seen Quake, and okay. I know what Quake looks like. Well, Brandon loves Quake. Does Brandon love Quake? Yeah. Brandon will love Wrath Aeon of Ruin. Really? I think. Okay. Okay. Um, I played like Doom and stuff, and like by the time I finished the demo, I'll, I, I I was talking to the developer, uh, Killpixel. Okay. This guy's name. Uh, he's like the sole. I mean, Killpixel. Killpixel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's um. That's he, awesome. Uh, he he was essentially approached, or I don't know if he approached them or if they approached him, mm-hmm. uh, by 3D Realms, um. And yeah, so he's working on this game. He's like, I don't know if he is the sole developer, but he's like one of the only people working on this game. Okay. 
Um, and so like it's a very small team, I guess. Um, and yeah, he's he was just like, yeah, dude, I just wanted to make like another like quick like <laughs> game. Um, and playing it like it's really fun, really cool, really fast paced. Um, after I had my demo, I like went up to him and I was like, yeah, man, like it, it's very doomy. And he was like, yeah, man, very quickie. And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> um, so it's, it's very much trying to be, uh, be one of those. Okay. Um, okay. the art style, uh, is quakey. Like it's, um, I don't know if I would it's just, pixel art. Like it's like, yeah. a, it's trying to be a throwback, right? Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't know if it's called pixel, pixel art or not, but like, yeah, like pixelated kind of, uh, look to it. 3d. Um, it does look like like Wolfenstein and stuff like that. And Doom, yeah, like, the old ones. Yeah, because I, mean, I think when you say Doom now, people might think. Oh yeah, the, the 60 new FPS. But it's, like, 4K it's not. It's version. not like because like when I think of when I think of Doom, uh, classic, I'm thinking like it almost looks flat, right? Quake yeah. or Quake was like three dimensional for sure, almost for sure. polygonal. I yeah. think. Um, and so it kind of has that look to it. Okay, uh, it's okay. very fast. I think the big takeaway for me were the weapons. Uh, the mm-hmm. weapons are awesome. Each weapon has a primary fire and a secondary fire. Yep. And so you st- I, in the demo, I started off with a blade kind of weapon. Mm-hmm. And the primary uh, fire was like a slash. Mm-hmm. And then the secondary fire was like a lunge. Mm-hmm. Um, I then got a pistol with the primary fire was like a regular pistol shot. And then like the secondary fire was like a hand cannon okay. kind of thing, okay. which felt super sat- satisfying to use. I then got a shotgun. Primary Ooh. is like a regular shotgun. Secondary yeah. was like a load up and then like essentially like spread blast yeah uh which is really like fun to use and then um i got a fang kind of gatling gun sort of thing machine yeah. gun um that like shot out fangs um and it does the thing where like in in the new doom i don't know about in the old doom like when you find a, a, a new weapon in the new doom kind of like, like they he's like it. yeah he looks at it then like yeah. opens up and like puts the shotgun bolts in it and wh- wh- whatever he does they do the same thing in here where like i found the i found the shotgun he looked at it he was like mm. and like like i don't know I don't think there's any like dialogue or anything in the game. I don't think okay. your character has a voice. Um, I asked about story, and he was like, "Yeah, we're not trying to like say anything about story." It <laughs> seems like it seems like gameplay is definitely the focus, and story yeah. is not the focus at all. Yeah. Um, but the the way uh, Killpixel kind of talked about it, he he kind of implied that there were like story elements that are kind of hidden beneath the surface, and so it's one yeah, of those games like where environmental storytelling. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like one of those things where it's like, okay, the story is more so about like the experience of playing the game almost sure. like going like playing like doom 2016 for example right like you go certain places in that game and it's like you're not the nar- the narrative isn't necessarily the focus but like mm-hmm. where you go is kind of cool like okay. you go to places okay. and you're like oh snap i'm here because of whatever reason yeah uh, and i get a i get the vibe that this game is probably gonna be a similar thing where you're like oh i'm in this place because of this this and this and like this demon uh in- encountered this thing and it turned into this i don't know mm. um so it seems like it's gonna be one of those it's is there a- multiplayer Oh, that's a good question. I don't think Multiple there is. Oh, there isn't. Oh, um, dang. Okay. Yeah, but there, there. Uh, yeah, I don't think. I'm just gonna say I don't think there nothing is. Nothing is impossible. Yeah, nothing is impossible. Um, but, but it seemed like a very single player focus. It seemed like a very sing- single player okay. focus game. Okay. They weren't showing off multiplayer at all. Okay. Uh, and I didn't even ask uh, because I assume there there isn't. Um, but yeah, I don't want to speak definitively. But um, it definitely is a single player experience. Okay. okay. So I'm yeah, excited. Dude. I I kind of want to go after this, and we have a few hours on the show floor after we record this video. I kind of yeah. want to go see that game <laughs> Dude, game's awesome but i might just play more Splitgate. <laughs> yep uh but that about wraps it up for us yeah um pax east the, this is our final day of coverage so mm-hmm. if you've been watching all the days thank you guys for watching it's been fun um PAX we still east, have articles up on the site though coming yep, out so. we still have articles coming up um and so check out okbeast.com if you want to read about stuff i have an article written about uh wrath uh, aeon of ruin uh that i put up an article mm-hmm. about falcon age and some other I'll games have a Splitgate article preview going up later in the week so yep so check those out. Uh, of course, you can check uh, us out on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Blessing Junior. Alex is on Twitter at It's Van Aken. Oki Beast is on Twitter at Oki Beast Now. Uh, PAX East is a wrap. And so we'll mm-hmm. see you guys later. Listen to the Oki Beast podcast yes. for more.
Bye. Bye. Oh, there it is. Yeah.